I love black spoons. Why? Why black in particular? Because everyone has silver. Well, I'll show yeah. you the spoon. Uh, is it like, it's not a plastic spoon. No, bro. Watch this shit. Tell me that ain't gangster. Oh, okay. What is it though? What is it? It's like metal. What? Yeah. And I got the whole set of spoons. I got the cereal spoon. And I got the the little uh, the coffee stir spoon. Yeah. <laughs> the sugar, and then the, I don't know what the I don't know what kind of spoon this one is, dude. I'm telling you, bro. I didn't know that. When I see when I see you in person. Yeah. I'm about to. Sh- I'm about to. <laughs> Are you gonna carry him around with you? <laughs> I'm about to change your life, son. <laughs> Are you gonna carry around the whole set? Oh my god, that's good. Does it make the coffee better? No, but I do you drink coffee? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. I'm not a, I'm not. Does it make you stuff. does it make you poop? Yes. That, it does? Yeah. Well, I can't really tell right now because I've been on like this regimen of like of uh what do you call that stuff? Uh what do you call that stuff that makes you go? What is the stuff that makes you go? What's that? Laxative. Laxatives. Yeah, I'm on kind of a regiment of laxatives, so everything. What? Why? Makes- what are you on? <laughs> well, because I was remember I was having like these stomach issues, and I was like, so I, I went to a doctor virtually, and he prescribed like some things for me to like Citrusel, Miralax. So all natural, all natural. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Clean everything out. Yeah. All right. Well, I I am on this thing. I don't want to say the name. All right. Because mm-hmm. I want to buy the company. You know what? Real talk. I think, real talk. I think, I think you told me in private, and I and please tell me again off offline so I can get it. Oh, I have one for you, Dre. Okay. It's at the okay. house. I'll give it okay. to you. Okay, cool. I'm telling you, Dre, Dre. It is the most amazing thing. I, I've never been addicted to something <laughs> like I have been with this thing. Yeah. I drink it three times a day. Uh-huh. <sighs> The most healthiest movements. Can I say movement? Movement is, yeah. The most healthiest movement. And and for everyone that's listening right now, the most cleanest wipe of my life. Wow. I don't know what's in this product. I don't know if it it puts it in a, like, like how they make it, you know how they make the hot dogs in the hot dog factory? Yeah. I don't know if there's some kind of lining it puts on it. I don't know. I don't know if if they wrap it up as one of these. <laughs> it just comes out in a shoot, bro. Comes out in a shoot, and it's just I'm telling you, bro. I I never felt. Ah oh, man, I, I I feel good. I feel like toxins have been released. I feel like I'm not tired. I feel man. I'm telling you, man. I used to have a problem for about four or five years. I was having a problem with that movement. Yeah. It's driving me crazy. I stopped eating red meat. I stopped, uh, I stopped, you know, I don't stop. You know, I tell you I stopped eating red right. meat. I don't eat it like how I used to, man. I, I literally would eat a shoe a day. <laughs> like a whole Timberland boot. I would put it down my right. throat. 
Yeah. I was I love steaks, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Me man, too. no more. Nah. No more. I'm done. No more, yeah. no more steaks, bro. Well, you, I, look, you look good, by the way, man. I, I think it's working. Whatever, whatever that thing is, I think it, it's working. Dre, it, it does. I'm telling you, you gotta yeah. get on it, man. I'm telling no, you. I, 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 when you told me before, I was like, I need that. And I by the way, I've never been so focused on my movement to my life that I'm I'm really determined. Isn't that crazy <laughs> that we're at that age that we're talking about our movements and being very happy about it? Like, yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo, I had the best movement, bro. And you're and and, 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 and you're like, really, man, I need that. <laughs> that is old man talk, bro. No one listening that's in their 30s or anyone definitely in their 20s. Right now, they're like, what the fuck are these two old guys talking about? You know what, man? Remember this conversation, you guys. Remember this conversation. And when it starts happening to you, I'm not giving you the information. But I think they should be focused on it. I don't remember. Like, when I was in my 30s, I didn't remember that I was having, like, good, solid uh, uh, movements all the time. Nor did we care. Nor did we care. Nor did we care. I think that's the bigger issue, yeah. Yeah, we didn't care, man. No. We could go days. We could go days. And not really give a fuck. Because we didn't. AMPM hamburger. AMPM no, no. hamburger. Yeah, everything that's just, funny. Just, just, just sitting there for weeks. Dude, what the fuck is in an AMPM hamburger, bro? No, there's no bro, ham. There's I, no burger. <laughs> there's no bun. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. You remember you remember the advertisement? They would make the AMPM burger look like it had cheese on it, but that was yeah. just mustard. <laughs> it was just mustard. I remember when I bought my first AMPM burger because I saw the ad. It was like yeah. you get a full if you get a full tank of gas, you get a you get a hamburger. I was like, yeah. what? Built that motherfucker up. I was like, let me get. Are you guys out of the cheeseburgers? They go, they, yeah. none of these have cheese. I'm like, uh, you need to look at your advertisement. Because that's a layer of cheese, and that's false advertisement. They're like, no, that's mustard dipshit. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking about. Don't I act do. like you don't know what I'm talking about. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I, think, I think that uh, AMPM patty is made, yes. is made of a collection of <laughs> other people's gallstones. <laughs> I think, I think, I think the AMPM hamburger patty was actually a coaster for cold drinks. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a coaster. It was just like one time, my AMPM patty fell out of my bun and landed on the table, and someone put a drink on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been there ever since. It wasn't until my friend's dog ate it. I was like, oh, shit, that was a hamburger? <laughs> no wonder the fucking thing was wrapped in foil. Right? No wonder. That motherfucker came from Mars. Radioactive. Radioactive. AMPM burgers was in some spaceship from like a thousand years ago, and it crash landed in the desert, and they found those burgers. <laughs> They're like Twinkies. They never go bad. <laughs> never go bad. And they had, they capitalized. They sold them. I get a this, lot of those. Look at this goddamn nice, coffee bro. mug. Nice. Hashtag dad life. Dad bod. Yes, I'm sir. trying. Bro, we've had a very uh, exciting 
We had an exciting morning over here in our house. Dude, Gemma did, told did, me, did you, you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> Yo, Gemma already told me, you know how my sister is. Yeah. You know, her accent's a little thick, so yeah. it, it, uh, no disrespect to Gemma, everyone, Gemma, my sister, but when she gets excited, uh, a lot of words tend to come together. <laughs> That's why if I go missing, Dre, please don't let my sister do the description. Because whoever's drawing me is going to be like, okay, slow down, bitch. What did you say again? He has a hat and the glasses and the... Oh, it's big. He's my brother. It's my brother. You need to find my brother. His hat is a hat with letters on it. He's crying. I love her to death, man, but... Do you want me to do my version or you say your version first of how it was described to me? Or do you want to no. just, or do you want me to walk, walk, you want to walk us through what happened this morning when my sister Gemma received mm -hmm. a phone call from Mexico, Andre, <laughs> my sister, okay. I am, my sister got a, a phone number from Mexico. She yeah. normally doesn't pick up. Uh, un, 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 unidentified, uh, calls. unidentified calls. She not only doesn't do that, she sends it to voicemail. But for some reason, something tickled her fancy and said, "I've been, I've been working on my Spanish. Let me, uh, let me see what this is all about." And she hit, and she hit accept mm -hmm. this Mexican phone call. Dre, do you want to take it from here, or do you want me to do it? I'm actually sitting where I am right now, and I was okay. actually on a call this morning. I was trying to like connect this Zoom call, and yeah. I hear I hear feet come up the stairs. Yeah, and then she goes, she has this look on her face of a petrified look, of and course. she's like, and she's pointing at her phone, and I'm going, oh, what the fuck does that mean, right? So, yeah, 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 that's so, a phone, that's a phone. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, so she gets as she gets closer, she gets closer and closer. I hear a voice speaking, very broken in English, by the way. Yeah. And I'm like, so oh, worse than my sister's, voice? worse than my sister's voice. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> so we got two people on the line that are with broken, <laughs> broken accents. Yeah. All exactly. right. Okay. Communicating. All right. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt. So she keeps pointing, keeps pointing. And I'm like, it's, it's frantic. So I'm like, so I tell the people that are on the call with, hold on, I mute the call. And I look over and I see all the numbers on the call. And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? All the numbers from the phone number. Because there's the, the international Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's like 21 numbers. I'm like, who are you? Who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah, then it says and, Mexico uh, underneath it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then it says Mexico underneath And then all of a sudden, all I hear, out of all this broken English, I hear, pay the money. And then I hear Wait, say it say, again, say it again, say it again. Pay the money. Pay the money. Pay the money. Holy shit. And then shit. I hear my wife say, my wife says, who are you talking about, sir? And that's what I heard. And I panicked and I was like, what the fuck is going on, right? Wow. So now you tell us what story you were told from there. Wait, that's all now, you, that's all you know? That's all you remember? No, 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 no. No, I know the rest of it, but... I want you to I want you to tell what she told did what she told you happened. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you my version. Of course I'm gonna embellish a little bit because uh that's what I do. Yeah. Because this is how I received the phone call. You ready? Yeah. 
I'm first of all, I'm I'm dead asleep. It's eleven thirty. You know I don't wake up until eleven forty two, right? <laughs> yeah. Phone rings, it's my sister. Oh my god. <laughs> this has been a crazy morning. What's wrong, Gemma? Oh I get this phone call from Mexico. I don't know why my, my, my mom's voice is coming into character right now. I, I got to work on my sister's accent because it's not, it's not that way, but not it, there's the an same. accent. Yeah. Not quite the same. I got, this, <laughs> I got this phone call from Mexico. I go, okay. And I answered it. And I hear this girl crying. Hello? 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 And then all of a sudden, someone grabs the phone from her and goes, Give me the money. Give me the money. Do you want to see your family member? Yes. Give me yes. the money. And then Gemma goes, what family member? <laughs> <laughs> what family member? I don't know who you're talking about. Is it my brother? <laughs> Do you have my brother? <laughs> he didn't tell me he's going to Mexico. Glasses, hat. <laughs> He's wearing a hat with letters on it and big glasses. I'm doing the worst impersonation of my sister right now. <laughs> I'm dead right now. And you know what? I don't want to make fun of this phone call. I, no. I, I mean, it is funny, but it is fucked up. Now, uh, she hangs up and my sister is extremely uh, concerned because my manager is in Mexico right now yeah. and he's with his lady uh, out there and she's assuming that, oh my God, she, he, whoever this person is must have probably killed my manager and has his girlfriend hostage right, right now yeah. and, and is seeking ransom money from me because I'm affiliate. Like that's what she's putting in her head, which is a legitimate argument. Like, For I mean, sure. legitimate, like I would have thought that too. Yeah. And then, uh, she hangs up the phone and immediately calls my manager. She picks up the phone. His girlfriend picks up the phone. Gemma starts crying. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were kidnapped. There's a guy from Mexico wanting ransom money for a girl. And I heard her crying and I thought it was you. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I don't want to say their name, so that's why I'm I'm right. sorry that I'm thinking. But uh, his girlfriend was like, "Oh my god, sorry, Gemma. Like, no, I'm okay. I'm with I'm with uh, Joe right now." And then uh, and then Gemma was like, "Thank God you're okay, because we didn't have money, bitch. You were gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the thing is that again, let's reiterate: yes. not a funny situation. Not a funny, not a funny situation. situation. No. I, however. I've never received a ransom call before. Yeah, that was my the first time I've ever been on the receiving end of a ransom call. I've made yeah. plenty, made plenty. Yeah. <laughs> God damn one. it, Dre! You better, you better bring that. Take that back. <laughs> take that back right now. We're not going to let people think <laughs> that I had a kidnapper on my goddamn show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, in that moment, yeah, you think. Because here's the here's the ultimatum they give you. Yes. Do you want your family to die? That's scary. It's scary. But then you also think, I don't really got it. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Man, that motherfucker didn't get me anything for Christmas or two birthdays. 
Can why? Why would I bring my? Why would I get money to save this motherfucker's life? I never got a Christmas present. I never got a birthday present. Take them. And I think that's why Gemma was like, "Listen, motherfucker, you better specify because it depends on what family member it is." Yeah, and it's a very small list, so you better hope. <laughs> <laughs> you landed. Let's just put my brother out there. One, if he's not there, and yeah. Now yeah. we're talking about one other motherfucker, and I think he's upstairs. <laughs> and if he's upstairs, this phone call is about to end, dude. Crazy. Okay, but but so now 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 I have to make sure that we save this because I don't want anyone yeah. to think that we don't have a, a heart. No, for sure. But if someone's being abducted, okay, and your life is in jeopardy, the last thing, okay, mind you, I want everyone to listen, uh, everyone that's listening, this person called my sister, I think two or three times. Yeah. So it wasn't one time. The first time my sister already said, you got the wrong person. To call two more times, little suspect. So now my whole thing is, I feel like they were trying to get money. Yeah. They were trying to pull, like they were hoping that this is some old person that's yeah. just got, you know what I mean? Scare this person and just, you know, Venmo some money real quick. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the, the lady that was crying, I mean, come on, man. If, if she's a... If, if something is going down, you're not giving the wrong number three times. It's, yeah, for sure. It, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's, that's my <laughs> argument. Like mm. I, I, I was, I remember getting off the phone. I mean, I remember when Gemma was about to hang up, I just go, I go, yeah, thank God she's safe. But man, there's still a lady out there. That's, you know, that's hostage right now. Like I'm, well, I'm scared. But then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way she would give the wrong number. There's just no way. Well, at the very least, she's being she's being made to make phone phony phone calls, which is which is kind of ridiculous in itself, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But but she's uh, part of the scam. She's part of the scam too. Yeah, but no, but in, in all seriousness, uh, we did make make calls. We're gonna make calls to authorities and and make sure that make sure that it's a scam. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, yeah, we're gonna make sure that we take the precaution in case we, we did receive a call from someone who was in distress and then yeah. a, a real issue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want that on you. You don't want that. No, on I wouldn't want that on my soul either, man, but it is definitely. And I, I will even say high 99% yeah. chance that this is a complete scam for sure, but very, very, very scary. And, and to hit us in the morning to hit somebody early in the morning. That's another thing, man. When they're, mm -hmm. you're not thinking you're coming out of a dead sleep and you got yeah. a woman crying for her life. And then some guy wanting money with some mysterious number. Yo, that's scary. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, uh, Andre, like, you know, they always say, uh, like these scam calls, like like you and I, when we th when we hear about scam calls, we're like, dude, that's got to be the craziest hustle. Like, ain't nobody taking that money from me. Like, you are yeah. not scamming me, and right. they're not. They're not going to get me. They're definitely not going to get you, Dre. Right, bro. I was on Instagram on my feed. I was just going through my feed, and you know me, I like to go through the you know the the hood shit. Mm -hmm. Bro, they had this one cat. <laughs> Dude, recording it was in the Uber. 
Okay. I don't know if you've seen it, but he's in the Uber, so it's his camera that's on the on the uh, on the rearview mirror recording mm-hmm. the the passenger. The passenger's on a call, and he throws his phone. And he's like, "Oh my god!" <sighs> and the and the the driver's like, "What's wrong?" I just gave them twenty five hundred dollars, and he's like, "For what?" He's yeah. like. They said that I, I was going to buy into some kind of stocks and they need the money now because it's going to change in a couple of hours. And I'm going to make what, bro, this dude. I mean, I can't reenact it because it was yeah. so like, it's such a weird moment. Like, like the stupidity and then realizing how stupid you are. But that quick second of whoever was on the other line tricked them into buying some stocks that was going to like, like they had some inside information. They was going to flip and they need the money yeah. now. Yeah. And then he gave them the money. Dude, I don't even think it was 25. I think it was like close to like, I think it was like 10 grand or something. It was like, it was a lot. Cause I don't think it would have been 25. Oh my God. I yeah. think it was like 10 grand or something like that. And then, and then he goes, uh, when he did it, he goes, uh, right before when he, before he threw his phone, uh, they, they said that they went to the manager because he's trying to get his money back. Oh, uh-huh. That's what it was. And he threw his phone and then, and then he goes, oh, he's like, he's like, uh, he said he went to the manager and they're going to give me my money back. And then the guy on the drive is like, nah, bro, you're no, he's not, dude. Back, right, you're just right. on hold now, bro. Like, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. And he's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, man, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it was crazy. It, but anyway, the reason why I told you that is because, mm-hmm. dude, it's a numbers game. You're going to hit that person. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to hit that person. You'll find somebody that's so desperate or, or like, just just wants to believe in something so bad. And, 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 and there's, like, and you get them at the right time. And it's, like, yeah, dude. done. And it's all. And now it's just a push of the button, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. Like with Venmo and all that kind of stuff, they just can send you the money like instantly. And it's gone and they're gone. Just imagine, Dre, back in the day when you had to have a phone book, because those people were cold call Mm -hmm. cold callers. You know, remember when they would sell like just bullshit stuff like back in the day? I I had friends that worked at these what are they called when there's just a bunch of phones and you tell them telemarketers. Yeah, telemarketers. You remember those guys? And they were literally just fishermen. Yeah. Every uh, the, this hand, you hang up this phone call. Now you, you send out some more bait. You just keep going until some, one one fish b- bites, right? Yeah. And I remember I had friends that did shit like that. They just sell bullshit, like a Hickory Farms, <laughs> like a Hickory right. a year supply to Hickory Farms. We'll send you a sausage <laughs> yeah. a month, fifty five dollars. You know what right. I mean? And it's like right. normally they're like twenty bucks a pop, and it's like I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These motherfuckers will sell like ten of those things a day, but they would have to go through the phone book and just cold call and highlight each number. And bro, like yeah. the amount of fishing that you have to do just to catch one fish patience, my guy, like how yeah, do you do you that? Could, man? You could actually go to an actual job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like with you, that, you, with that kind of putting that kind of work in that kind of work in like what? Yeah, exactly. Dre. Like what the fuck, man? Like yeah. the amount of work that you got to put in fishing and fishing and acting and lying and lying yeah. until you finally get it. And there's no way you're getting, there ain't no way you're going to get one like that ransom in yeah. one day. It's like, Oh, oh we got to yeah. ransom a day. <laughs> Motherfucker. You're a millionaire. They, they might land one by the end of the month. 
Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And it'll probably be way less than what they're asking for, but they got it. Yeah. 30 days just for a couple hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could have no, worked. It's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, when I, you know, I, I work at a school. Yeah. And um, it's a pretty, a school with uh, pretty well off parents, right? So, yeah. Like once every three or four months, there's a, there's a, a, a ransom call. They will call, Stop the, it. they will call the parent and say, we could know the kids at school and they'll just say, we, we got your kid. So like the last one, um, this is last year sometime parent calls, the mom calls. Uh, I, I'm crying. There's somebody saying they got my kid. Blah, blah, blah. Where is he? Where is he? I'm not getting off the phone until you find him. And so there's wow. a security guard just running around the, the campus looking for these. Cause these are very wealthy people. Like, yeah. You know, some of them are billionaires even. And so like, yeah. Um, it's crazy, man. It's just a, That's it's a, crazy. It's just a crazy thought that you like, like, first of all, you have to get the contact. Like you have to get that number. Like you have to, and then you go, somebody tells you, yeah, this yeah. is so-and-so's number and they have an eight-year-old kid and let's let's try what to squeeze, the... squeeze some money out. It's, it's just a weird like, game. What? That's such a weird game, bro. That's yeah. a lot of effort. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. A lot of effort. By that time, you could have already been <laughs> hour yeah. 70 sticks at Wells Fargo, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? With benefits, yeah. man. And stock options. You could invest. Like, yeah. yo, like you... Oh, there's a rant. The, the, I hear one now. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's so crazy. It, it's funny how, you know, there's a separation. How do I say it, man? There's people that want to work, and then there's mm. people that just don't want to do shit and mm. get it right away, right? Yeah. Just get yeah. it right away. How can yeah. I get? How can I get a year's worth of shit today? But it's just it, like it's funny because those say, that same mentality breeds entrepreneurs. But there's a weird. There's got to just be a weird. There's a weird disc. There's a disconnect. Disc man. There's a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. Let me say this right now to anyone that's listening. Okay, I'm an entrepreneur. Dre's an entrepreneur. Um. It's a different, uh, God, how do I say it, man? I want to say it right, man. Uh, we can cut this if we want, but I want to make it, I make sure I say it right. Mm-hmm. It's like the word entrepreneur is being used a lot. You know what I mean? I see a lot of out of work motherfuckers with ideas, but not really pursuing it and calling themselves entrepreneurs, bro. It, it's a different breed, man, yeah. to do, to do this. It's a lot of work. It's not 80 hours a week, man. It's 200 hours a week. Uh, it's yeah. not 80 hours every two weeks. It's, it's 200 <laughs> hours a week. It's like, I don't sleep. I, I constantly think I'm always trying to get to the next. Like, it's like, entre- I don't know, man. Like, don't say you're an entrepreneur unless it's really in you, man. Like, unless you really want to dedicate your life into this and, and really try and make shit happen. Like, don't say it, man, because it, yeah. it takes a lot of work to do this, man. That's not just some loose title. A lot of people are using that title because they're out of work. Oh, what are you doing, man? I'm kind of like an entrepreneur, you know, kind <laughs> <laughs> of do my things, man. You know? No, you're not. No, you're not. Stop. Where is it? Show me a sample of whatever it is. Don't tell me your idea. Show me a sample. Show me a business plan. Show me a six-month business plan. Show me what it is. What's, what's your goal? Show me your goal. 
don't don't tell me that you got an idea and then I'm an entrepreneur. Man, you are out of work. That's what you well, are. Right and then now. also, if, you, if you're not willing to do whatever you're an entrepreneur at, if you're not willing to do that in the beginning for free and then and then for a couple bucks and, and you know what I mean? And like, yeah, man. I mean, I mean you know, like you, you just, it, it's something that you're, that you're, yeah. Are you, you kidding shit, me? You get shit on. You get shit on. Everyone yeah. always looks at what I got and they're like, yeah, I want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. This is year 28. When I started getting this, right. Get shitted on for about 28 years and then yeah. talk to me on your 30th year. Dude, stop, please stop. A lot of these cats don't want to do shit for free, bro. It makes me so mad. And it's not that I can't, I don't want to say personally, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying it's not like whoever it is that you're working for isn't paying you. But sometimes we like to see a fucking earn it. Yeah. Fucking earn it, bro. You got like, make sure your, your stomach is empty for a couple days. Earn it. You know what I mean? Show me how much it means to you, bro. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes was making the band with, uh, or uh, you, you remember the one with uh, Diddy? Now, not the girls, not the girls, the 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 rappers. Yeah, yeah. Was that called making the band yeah. with the rappers? Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, you know what I'm talking about. It was Diddy. It was making the band. Yeah. It was making the band with the yeah. rappers. You remember yeah. that? Okay, so because they had the boy band one, then they had the girl band one after right. that, or something like that. But anyways, the rapper, the one, that one always stood out the most with me, and not because of the show, because what did he said in the fucking Escalade that he was in? Mm-hmm. What he told four of them, I think, or all of them. I think he told all of them. He goes, "I love this cheesecake, and it's in Brooklyn, and I want you guys to go down there and get me a slice." And they're like, "All right, let's go. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get Diddy a slice. Where's the car at?" <laughs> no, no, I, want, I want you all to walk there yeah. and bring it back. And they followed them. It was a whole episode. It took them yeah. hours to walk from wherever they were. I think they were in Manhattan. They had to walk all the way to Brooklyn and walk it all the way back. And literally, you saw the people that wanted it, and you saw the people that just don't have it. Yeah. You're not an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're not. You're weak. You're yeah. fucking weak. There was a, there, I mean, they were walking for hours and then all of a sudden Diddy rolls up in his escalator like, hurry up, man. I want my cheesecake. <laughs> I want my cheesecake. And then just peels off. You know what yeah. I mean? And then when he leaves, they're all like, man, fuck this. Man, fuck this dude making us walk, man. He's making fun of us. That's what he's doing. No, he's not. Because you've never, ever. He's about to give you an opportunity that he worked his whole life for. He's, he's, he's offering in a handout that no one ever offered him when he was grinding. You know what I mean? That's why I always say, man, if you don't know a dude's story, don't, don't, don't ever, don't ever knock them. Don't knock, knock their success if you don't know their backstory. I know Diddy's backstory, bro. Mm-hmm. I know what he did. That fucker never slept, man. Worked for free for Andre Harrell, uh, Harrell over at uh, Uptown. Yeah. Uh, when he was going to college, he would take the train back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I know that he was, I think he was booking gigs, gigs at his college when, he was, uh, at co- when yeah. he was in college and he met Heavy D. I think he booked Heavy D at one yeah. of his shows. Yeah. And then Heavy D goes, you know, he liked his whatever, his character. He liked his drive. He was like, yo, man, you ever in New York? You know, hit me up, bro. Gave him his number. Huge mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. Heavy gave him his number. And you know when celebs do that shit, they hand yeah. the number and then it's, it's done. You know, if he calls me, I'll hang up. I won't pick up. Right. Fucking Diddy came the next day. Showed, showed up. Showed up. Hey, bro, you remember when you said, uh, you know, if I'm ever in New York, I'm here. Yeah. Heavy's like, what? 
<laughs> he would hang out all day. Not even with, even if it wasn't with heavy, as long as he was in the environment, he was good. Yeah. Leave. And then he'd leave New York at like two, catch a train back to his school, go to school, no sleep, wake up, take classes, back on the train, yeah. back to New York. Hustled his way into fucking Uptown Records. So like, being the president, I believe, right? From bro, intern, are you kidding me? Do you president. know how he, you know how he got that? I know this whole story, bro. Yeah. That's why, you know, I I, I never questions any yo, anyone with success, figure out how they get there. Stop hating on them, man. Wasting your fucking life hating on people, man. You know what you're gonna end up being? A hater. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who it is. Whoever's successful and it catches your eye, find out their backstory. They gave you the blueprint. Copy it. It's there. They're doing it for you. Yeah. Man, so he gets into Uptown. Did he? By the way, this is this. I haven't heard this story in so long. So if I'm if I'm missing <laughs> certain things, if I'm making shit up, that's what good comics do. <laughs> uh, so he gets into Uptown Records, right? As an intern, he hustles his way in. You know what I mean? Heavy, heavy gets him some kind of intern jo- job, maybe as a promoter. I don't know. I'm making it up. Record label promoter, whatever. You know what I mean? This kid will hand out flyers. Come on, Andre, get it to him. Like he's a good yeah. kid, right? Dude, he's now he's like New York scene, party this, party that, getting the name out there, blowing up Uptown. You know, they got all these underground artists that no one knows about. You know what I mean? He goes and looks into the room. I don't know what room. Let's just make, let's just make it up. There's yeah. some room with a shelf, okay? <laughs> right. There's a mysterious room with a shelf. And we all know about old record labels. If the record label couldn't push you, guess what? You got shelved, right? So let's just say there was an actual shelf. And Diddy looked on this shelf and he picked up two CDs. And he was like, why aren't these out yet? This shit's is banging. Went home, listened to it, both of them. Went to Andre. Why aren't these these out? Andre's like, yeah, there's nothing we can do with them. There's nothing we can do with them, man. It's just, it's not happening. Why not? It was Mary J. Blige and Jodeci. Mm. And the mm. reason why is because Whitney and Mariah was huge and Boys to Men and everything else that wore a suit was huge. Right. By the way, Boys to Men, greatest group of all time. Greatest, hands down, the best R&B group. Anyways, that's a side story. Uh, they wore suits and they looked, they had this, they had mm. this look, this image. Right. You know what I mean? Mariah and Whitney was very beautiful. You know what I mean? Beautiful dresses. Very put, and Very put together, yeah. Very yeah. put together. Well, not put together, but you know I mean, what I mean? You know what I mean? In, you in, know what I mean? You could, yeah, you could, yeah they're, they're ready for an event at uh, any given time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. Same thing with Boys to Men. Same thing with any you know, all those groups back then had suits on, Take Six, and all those cats. You know what I mean? Or whatever, whatever group there were. Uh, I, I can't remember the groups uh, in the 90s, right? right? Andre didn't know how to promote him. Like, I don't get it. So Diddy was like, hey, man, for free, just give them to me. Let me just let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can promote them. Because this shit right here, this shit right here is amazing. Right, right. Took them out to eat or some shit. He was going out with them, trying to promote them in the clubs and shit. And you know what he noticed, Dre? That they kept going into these suits. But what they were coming, what, what they were taking off 
was their high school gear and their, you know right. what I mean? Like their, their kid gear, what starter jackets, yeah. starter jackets, oversized jeans tucked into their docks, their right. Doc Martens, right. backward hats. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Diddy was like, won't you sing that R&B shit with that on? <laughs> Just wear that. Yeah. Just leave that on. And then he looked at Mary and went, why do you keep changing into dresses? Right. Leave that shit on. Yeah. Baseball jerseys and you know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, that was it. Change the he game. found that angle, bro. Change he found game. that angle and he went from intern catching the train every single day from his from college to New York. Mind you, he wasn't sleeping in New York. I don't think anyone understands that. He wasn't sleeping in New York. This fool was literally going back and forth. If he did crash, he, he would ask Heavy. And I think Heavy would give him his couch every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what he did. He went from, he went from intern to the president of Uptown, like, like kicking his shoes off and putting it right. on a desk. Yeah. To the point where Andre Harrell was like, you're fired, bruh. Go start your own shit. <laughs> right. We don't need this attitude in here. That's the only thing that killed, that's the only thing that killed Diddy at Uptown. Yeah. Was his ego. Yeah. But would you have that ego? If you, I would if you have that ego. That, if you created, you created that, that? Yeah. At that yeah. age? Yeah, you created a movement for sure. You, a movement, a culture, bro. Yeah, yeah. Given, given, given samples to, to Biggie and signing Biggie when no one was going to sign Biggie. Right. No one was going to sign Biggie. Are you kidding me? You got all these good looking rappers out there. And you're, you're going you're to bring Biggie right. to the table right. and tell a record label to invest? Yeah. And then you got your, his backup, Craig Mack. What the fuck? <laughs> you got to be a genius to come with your record label, your, your own record, because you just got fired, and now you got to create a record label, and the front, the people that are going to carry your label is Biggie and Craig Mack. You put all in. You risked all of that. Yeah. Bro, I mean, high risk, high reward. Yeah. Remember that. Absolutely. Whoever's listening, if you ain't gambling, you're not an entrepreneur. So don't yeah. use those words. Don't, don't, don't come with your small hustle, bro. Oh, I, bought then, then, I got, I got a hundred of these. I'm going to flip them from, yeah, that's a dope hustle, man. Right. But if you're willing to risk it all like that, no one's going to get biggie guys. Nobody. You got too many good looking rappers out there at that time. A lot. A lot. <laughs> look yeah. back, look back at the time, man. Right. It ain't nobody investing in a big giant black man with a crooked eye with, with sleep apnea. Right. Right. And well, How do you put it on the album cover? How do you put it on the album cover? <laughs> and well, you, he, you know, you know what's well, dope though, well, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that my friends is an entrepreneur. Yeah. You want to you want to learn? You don't have to like Diddy. I don't give a fuck what genre music you listen to. Sure. You want you want to you want to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. I'm telling you, that motherfucker has motivated me for years. I don't know how many times I've told that story about the cheesecake. I remember watching that shit going, this dude right here, man. This dude right here, man. He's the tr truth. It's the fucking truth. He deserves every goddamn dollar that he has in that bank account. Yeah. It's amazing.
Combs yep. for life. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is the ability to like spot an opportunity, right? Like you, you gotta yeah. be in that, I mean that you gotta be in that mindset. Like I think about Akon, right? Like, yeah, like nobody really talks about this, but I mean, this guy basically dis- rediscovered Lady Gaga in the offices of Interscope. No uh, way. He, yeah, he's in Jimmy Jimmy Iovine's office. And I think I think he was doing some songwriting or whatever. Like, and he and he sees again, same story. Kind of sees her tape or whatever, and he's like, "What's up with this? What are you, what are you, what are you doing with this?" And Jimmy Ivan, he's like, uh, "Just whatever you want to do. Just go ahead. No, go ahead, figure it out. No way." So then he gets her in the studio, starts writing songs with her and shit. And but did he creatively direct her? Like, did he help her with her image, or was said, she? Already- he said she was already she was already that, but nobody knew kind of what to do with it. You know what I mean? The same mm-hmm. kind of, nobody knew how to harness it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. the same kind of, same kind of situation. And then when he's asked about it, he's like, cause, because people want to know, like, is he still tied to, to the money? You know what I mean? And he's just like, no, we got a good relationship. And, that, and he just leaves uh, it at that. And he just leaves it at that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then he goes and buys an island. So he yeah, he's still tied to, <laughs> so yeah, he's still tied to the Lady Gaga money. <laughs> but, but you have to spot those opportunities though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to spot those opportunities. And then not only that, man, you have to believe in the process mm. and the project. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you don't wholeheartedly believe in it, man, you'll get out. Yeah. I'd rather take a small loss and a huge, I mean, I'd rather take a small loss than losing it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to yeah. know when to do that. Sometimes yeah. you just got to accept defeat. And, and, and that's another thing about, you know, people like Diddy and Akon. Well, I don't know Akon's story. I just know right. Diddy's story. Right. But, but, that that dude was on, you know, he's willing to be rock bottom with no shoes. Yeah. Like he and he don't give zero fucks. Yeah. Because he he knows I'll be right back. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. this is just uh, you know, you, you remember back in the day when your TV would go to those bars, those barcodes, and <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll be back in <laughs> six o'clock for the news, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. That that's what happened when Diddy hit that. It would just go to bars real quick. I'll be yeah. right back. I'm going to yeah. turn your TV back on. And that's, that's it, man. Like, just believe in it, man. High risk, high reward, man. Write that down, you guys. I know you hear it all the time, but sometimes you got to look at it. You know, self-doubt, man. Self-doubt is a killer, bro. Mm-hmm. Self-doubt is, is awful. Don't let it's, – it's one thing to let someone doubt you. You know what I mean? And accept that when someone mm-hmm. doubts you. Oh, yeah. man, you can't do that. Oh, really? You don't think I can do it? You can either yeah. use it to motivate you or, or use it to, like, stop you. Oh, man, you can't do that. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you have that option. Yeah. I've never had that option. I, I'm always like, oh, you don't think so? Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'll be right back, you know? I've always liked that saying of, like, whatever, whatever you believe is true. It is. If you believe, if you, believe you can, you can. If you believe you, can. you can't, then you can't. Then you can't. <laughs> It's that simple. You can't sit there, bro. <laughs> Listen, Dre, I told I told my nephew the other night, I said, we are this close to X-Men, real life X-Men, X-Men, mm-hmm. X-Women. Mm-hmm. This close, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like 2000, let's just say 2075. I, I might just be dead by then. But I swear to God, around 2075, we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna see some dude jump out of a plane and walk down the street. <laughs> we're that close, Dre. Yeah, for sure. I believe we're it. that close. Which means we have people right now 
Okay, I'm going to go far back. Man, I remember when I was a kid, I was watching Beat Street, and I thought the head spin was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Was it getting, oh, you remember, Dre, you were a, yeah. you were a B-boy. You were a B-boy yeah. just like me. Yeah. And, and we would see people head spin. You know, the West Coast got the moves late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we had the windmills. We had the, we had the head spins. Then you watch Beat Street, and I think his name was T. You remember the star of that movie was yeah. T? Yeah. Then the closing scene, he, he pops up and does a 90. Remember when he spins on his mm-hmm. one hand? His yeah. Bro, that was 1984, and I thought I was watching an alien. But you know, it's real quick. You know what's crazy about that? That move was called the 1990. Yeah, it was called the 1990 because like, it was the move of the future. the future. It was the future. Yeah. But bro, you know, now they're called 90s, which is now a yeah. basic move. Right. And now it's like a bullshit move. Like you do a 90, it's like, all right, you did one, but it's a transition move into something right. else, into other power. Or they're not, or no, no B-boy's really impressed by the 90 unless you hit it 40 times in a row, unless you right. continuously spin on that one hand or do a 2,000, which is two hands. If you can spin on that for about 15, 20 times, then people will go, oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah. You do it twice, they're like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> That was a waste of time. Like, right. what are you doing? Right. But if you would have went back to when you and I were kids. Yeah. And oh. we're and you and I were trying to just get the windmill up to a headstand. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we watched Beat Street and we saw this motherfucker on one hand spin on it twice. Bro. He went, zoop, zoop. And I was like, oh, shit. Bro, I in real life saw, do you remember John Mikey? Yeah, John Mikey was the shit, bro. I in real life saw high him performance, do a, right? Yep, do a Thomas Flair. It's called a flair. On the ground. Well, I mean a flare. Yeah. Yeah, but they, see that, but see these B-boys now don't even know where the flare came from. Here's another thing. Uh, you know, I, I'm B-boy. We're both B-boys, Dre. Yeah. But like um, but that flare was created by Kurt Thomas. The gym, gymnastics yeah. move. Yeah. Gymnastics, you know what I mean? That that is a move that was on the pommel horse. Yeah, you know, and that was the, the where they do the splits on the pommel horse, and you're not supposed to touch the horse. You know, what I mean, it's all. Kurt Thomas did his floor exercise, and won the gold medal because that motherfucker was like, "I'm gonna do that move I do on the pommel the horse floor. and do it on the floor." Oh my god! And I think to this day, no one could do what Kurt Thomas did. It was just so amazing. Legs perfectly straight. I think they were like Jean-Claude Van Damme splits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he did, and that's what created the flair. You know what I mean? It's original movie is called the Thomas Flair. Yeah. But here's another thing, Dre. When we saw that, when we saw John Mikey do it, you know, um, it was dope. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. by the way, John Mikey, I think, was Vietnamese. Yeah. And, uh, and he did that Thomas Flair, bro. And like, yo, that was a like huge in the West Coast. Like, I think he was the only one that had it at first for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and we were all like, yo, John Mikey did that Flair. But man, I'm telling you, that 90. Yeah. That 90 was that move where everyone was like, yo, what the fuck was that? Anyways, what I'm trying to get at, Dre, is it always takes that one crazy dude to go, you know, we're spinning on the head, but imagine if I just pushed up and continued that spin on my hand. Yeah. And all his friends were like, man, you're crazy. You fucking can't do that shit. That's a hand. Yeah. And that fucker did it for about a year. And then he was like, hey, you guys, look at this shit. Right. 
Yeah. We're filming this movie. You want to do it in this movie real quick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that starts this whole movement of people going from 90s and then it goes from 90s to, to this move to that move. Now, Matt, have you seen these B-boys now? It's beyond power. It yeah. doesn't even, it looks like a video game, the, the, the type of combinations that they're putting together now. Yeah. Air flares, where they're actually doing the flare, but they're jumping from one hand <laughs> and landing on the same hand, doing a full 360 in the air, landing on the, with their legs open, hollow backs, where their back is not even touching the ground. Like they're, it's, it's crazy what they're doing right now. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we're this close because it went from that move in 84 to what they're doing now. And now yeah. you got these dudes jumping out of airplanes with squirrel suits on. And not even deploying their parachutes <laughs> right, right. for like 15 minutes. They're flying at 150 miles per hour alongside the side of a cliff. You yeah. know what I mean? You got these dudes that are jumping from 40 feet off of a building, backflip, and they continue to roll when they hit the ground and start running. Like all that shit starts to morph into some kind of X-Men body. You know what I mean? The, the mm -hmm. more you start compressing your spine and doing that, like that, it puts a toll on the body, but it also starts to form. It starts to mutate. Yeah. You can't jump off of a building at 40 feet and not have some type of spinal damage or some <laughs> right. knee compression. But yeah. what happens is through the years, it starts becoming genetics. Yeah, the next version. Yeah. The next version. His kid is going to look like that. And then his, that kid's going to be this spinal cord that's just unbreakable. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you got a guy that's jumping off the buildings. You got a guy in a squirrel suit. You got a girl that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got a girl that's climbing a wall without yeah. any windows. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, what the and you fuck? put on, yo, I just saw on Red Bull. I saw on Red Bull, the dude jumped out of a fucking plane with two guys alongside him filming it with no parachute. And his <laughs> only option was to land in a net that was about 400 feet from the ground or some shit. 400 feet from the ground, Dre. He jumped That's from insane. a plane. Have you seen this footage? No. Literally guided himself to this damn net on his oh. own. And he had the two parachute guys guiding him to it. And then they were close to the net. They deployed. Then, pa, he hits this net. That's crazy. With no parachute. So who's to say that same guy without the parachute? Yeah with the squirrel suit for next time. And then with a combination of the guy that does backflips from 40 feet. Yeah. That all gets morphed together. And next thing you know, you got someone jumping out of a plane and running. And I know people are like, you're absolutely crazy. No, I'm not, man. No, but watch I, me. What's interesting about what you're saying is that there's, there's something in the, in the DNA called my, I think it's called Mylon. And you, uh, you got it. I have to look it up. Uh -huh. But it's, um, it's when you do something repeatedly, you, uh -huh. you build this. It's it's like a, it's like a imagine a cable. Oh, store, it's like right? it's like it's like adding information into your yeah right so like, yeah yeah exactly. It's like so, you're reprogramming your DNA. Exactly. One hundred percent. So one hundred percent. So Del Curry, who you remember, Del Curry from the NBA. Yep. Right. I think for the Jazz, right, or the Kings, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't remember yeah. exactly. I think he played for the Heat for a while too. Um, yeah. But great shooter, right? Great shooter, but was not near the shooter. That his Seth son. Curry, his son is. Yeah. But it's but he had he already had the DNA. Like Steph was born with the DNA. Yeah. All he had to do was not all he had to do, but it just, through repetition, 
Yeah. He just built what's called the myelin around it, which is like this protective coating over the DNA coating. It, it's it's crazy. Wow. Man. So you have to break like the seal or some shit. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. That's so, crazy. So if you imagine that that guy that you're talking about that's that's flying without in the squirrel suit or flying without a suit at all, his kids, he he's already mentally like, I know already I can there. do this. His mind and body already knows he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, just mean? imagine, imagine that, that squirrel suit guy hooking up with some lady that is doing that, that park, yeah. parkour or whatever, jumping off of buildings at 70 feet <laughs> right. and backflipping right. or going down the staircases and, and jumping from building to building top. Like that mutation in her body and the mutation in his body. Like, I know it sounds crazy, Dre, but in my head, <laughs> in no, my I, head, I, it makes a lot of sense. No, I get what you're saying. The genetic coding is already there. It's there. It's yeah. there. And then, and then whatever that offspring is, it's just already going to be a package. And then they continue it. And imagine that offspring. We're not that far, bro, because the shit that I'm seeing now on the internet, it freaks me out, man. I saw a dude scale a wall. He literally scaled... I think it was like a 30 foot, or no, not that high, but about a 20 foot wall, a marble yeah. wall, like at a bank. It had two sides. Yeah. And he did this thing where he jumped, jump, 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 jump. Yeah. And he was up at the top. It wow. took him about three hours to do it, but he did it. Right. right. Uh, what, what happens next? It doesn't stop at 30 feet, bro. <laughs> his next goal is 40. And then his yeah. next goal is 50. Next thing you know, you got 100. Next thing you know, the motherfucker is just walking up the side of a building. Yeah. It's 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 inevitable. It's it's got to happen. It's it watch. Mark my word. I won't be around when it happens, but please right. watch this podcast when it does cuz I called it. But that says something for the power of the mind though, right? Yes. Because if you if you if he does it, he's probably started at 6 feet, right? He's like, yeah. "Okay, I, I did that. Now let me if I if I've done that, now I know I could do 8 feet. Now yeah. I know I could do 15." And it yeah. just built and it just builds. And it's just yeah. like any, it's just like anything else. It's 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 the mind. I'm gonna send you a videotape, Dre, and I, I wish I had the name of this video. I'm gonna text uh, my my nephew right now. But there's this this kid. Um, he does a double backflip off the ground, not off mm. a trampoline, mm-hmm. off of grass, Dre. Double black. Are you understanding what I'm saying? A double, again. a double backflip. Got it. Two rotations in the air. Yeah. In the air. Yeah. And lands. Dre, that, right. that doesn't make sense. Not a right. springboard. Not the gymnastic springboard in the Olympics. Grass in North Carolina. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, that's, not, that's not real, man. Right. That's not real. Yeah. Like you, genetically, he has morphed his body into some fucking... <laughs> Do you know how, you know how amazing your abs have to be to fucking do one full rotation? Like I'm not talking backflip onto your hands. I'm talking spinning in the air yeah. and landing on your feet. Yeah, right. your your whole core has to just be. I can't even explain it. Yeah. And that and he's doing it twice and landing, standing straight up. I'm gonna send you the videotape. Yeah. But this kid documented it. He mm-hmm. documented the process. Okay. He documented it for almost two years wow. and he finally did it. And like it happened in like end of 2019. I think he started 2017, just this little kid. So did he, start, it. did he start on a trampoline though? I mean, did he start yes. somewhere? Yeah. Started on a trampoline. Then he went to like one of those, 
catapult boards. Mm-hmm. And then he went from like a soft mat into a foam pit. Yeah. And then he went from soft mat uh, with the with the cat with the vault, you know, the vault thing yeah. onto a soft mat. It was crazy. Wow. And this kid was determined, which which just basically says, man, your mind can do anything the fuck it wants because double flip. Yeah. Yeah, wait yeah. for the triple flip. Yeah. Wait for the triple flip. It's going to be crazy. And it's going to happen. And in contrast, yeah. my, my mind would not even allow my feet to leave the ground to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's amazing. That's amazing, man. But like, like I said, it takes that. That's why when they try and genetically alter humans, you know, they're, they're constantly trying to do weird, mm. mysterious shit. Why? You don't need science, man. It's the brain. Because yeah. this kid, just imagine his kid. I hope to God, he, I hope he breeds with a, <laughs> with a female gymnast. I hope he finds a hot chick at the fucking gym that he's, he, he trains at. I swear, I'm not even joking, Dre. I hope he, he finds a hot chick that he's, that he's into yeah. and they breed this fucking superhero. <laughs> Am I right? Why not? No, I'm Why being would we serious. Not want that? Why would we not want that? Why not? Oh, shit, 95% of everyone that, 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 uh, that gets married, I, I think, meets at the workplace, right? Yeah. Everyone finds their significant other or at least starts dating someone at the workplace. Where'd you meet your girlfriend? Oh, man, I used to work at Pizza Hut. This bitch was hot. <laughs> Why can't he meet a hot chick at the desk? Yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to him. I'm going to be like, hey, my man, please hook up with another gymnast because what you got going on in your DNA is special. I want to see a superhuman before I die. <laughs> Yeah, that receptionist that you're attracted to, leave that alone. Forget it. Imagine imagine if Michael Jordan hooked up with Lisa Leslie. <laughs> so funny. No disrespect. No, no disrespect. No, no, no. No I disrespect. Know. I know what you're saying. But the greatest DNA of all time. <laughs> if he would have just sold it, oh, Motherfucker! No disrespect to the kids, but well, that's not, why. Not what in the NBA? <laughs> but that's why. That's why. With all, with however you feel about Levar Ball, he told his wife, "We're gonna have three boys. We're gonna have boys, and they all gonna get to the league." And he's very close. He's very yeah. close to making that happen. Well, he's close to two of them. Getting in the league. Hey, two, two out of hey, three. Hey, to, predict, number, to predict that early. Yeah. Well, she, she's a she's a dope mom, by the way. I love yeah. I love going through their Instagram because and I love the love that the kids have for that mom because for, uh, sure, for sure. She's a beautiful woman. She's a big girl. Mm-hmm. He was smart. I think yeah. she's probably about six foot or something. Yeah, I so think she's like six I think, yeah. yeah uh, homeboy, homeboy followed the Joe Coy plan. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That motherfucker knew what he's doing. He, he absolutely did. One hundred percent. But I will say this about that mama. Mm-hmm. 
she deserves an award to be with that fucking man for as long as she has been. I don't, yo, all three of those kids need to buy her a separate house in Maui and just let her retire. Let her just, just mom here. Here you we go, know. mom. We know. Yeah, 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 mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it says, Dre. Mom, we know. We know. Hey, mom, mom. We're not going to get mad. We already know. Look at Zoe. Look at Zoe. Look at Zoe. Look at your oldest. We know. We know, mom. I'm telling you, the youngest, though. Yeah. Oh, shit. A, he is what I call a basketball savant. Dre, yes. there's people that learn mm-hmm. and there's people that don't even need to be taught. Nope. You and can't, some of the stuff you can't teach. You cannot teach any of what that kid has. His instincts, especially, you just can't. That dude, that man is a beast, bro. And I can't wait for the real NBA to come back. Um, not this banquet hall shit that's happening right now <laughs> oh my God. over at, over at Caesar's palace fucking banquet. Hall. I think I saw a buffet tray on the side over by, <laughs> over by the scores table. I think, I think they had a carving station. Not the banquet hall. The fuck out of here. You ever see like, you ever see, remember back in the day, you remember back in the day when these huge corporations would f- fly Michael Jordan out to play with the execs. <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be at a convention hall at like at the Hilton. Yeah, that's what these fucking games look like. I can't yeah. watch it. I'm not it looks, watching it. It looks like a large AAU tournament. It's it like. fucking yeah. awful. It looks like a talent scout convention. <laughs> I ain't watching any of that shit, bro. Tell me who wins. Hey, tell me who wins. Don't care. I, I've seen one game. And Dame D is killing it right now. Yeah. I saw the highlights yesterday. He did. He went sixty-one points. Damn. Whew, but it don't make a shit because it's not. It's not real. It's not real, bro. <laughs> I'm not watching pickup games until there's a fan in that audience. You're just playing a pickup game. I don't give a fuck if your 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 livelihood is on the line. Where there, it's like, hey, you're betting your entire career on this game. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't want to watch. You know, the worst part about this for the other teams in the NBA is that everybody was was banking on, they were like, oh, Golden State is down this year. They're not going to be in it. They're not going to be, be in the running. They've got Clay Thompson was injured. Steph went down. And then guess what? And then COVID happened. And now this championship is going to have an asterisk next to it. No doubt. No doubt. This thing sucks. Uh, don't even put so, an asterisk. Don't even count this as a record. Because <laughs> no one's fucking watching. I want everyone to know that. I'm sorry. I love the NBA. I'm diehard. Yeah. It's my favorite sport. It's the only thing I love the most. Basketball. I yeah. love it. I love everything about it. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> so stop. Whatever the media is trying to do right now with this whole new norm, y'all can just stop that bullshit. No one's watching. Sports and fans go hand in hand. That's it. Without fans, there are no sports. You don't, you're not feeling like the virtual fan? No, thing. get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Put a bunch of monitors in the fucking seats, man. Fuck you, dude. Are we stupid right now? Are we stupid? Get the fuck out of here. There's nothing that can motivate a player 
than a fan. Yeah. Fans, fans dictate and, and, and determine the outcome. You know what I mean? It, it really does. Even if your home team, even if the home team loses, the fans had a lot to do with it too, man. I'm telling you. Sometimes the pressure is too high. Sometimes the pressure is too high. This crowd is going crazy. Y'all need yeah. to win. You need to win. That, that changes everything, bro. Yeah. Everything. When you got yeah. that kind of fucking energy on your back, it's game six, and you need to win to get to game seven, and your yeah. hometown is screaming, come on! You don't think that, that, you don't think that changes your game? Yeah. To so, hear your, you, know, you don't think a home game in Yankee Stadium doesn't alter the way the Yankees play? For sure. That is the most brutal fucking place to play. And any Yankee player will tell you that. We love it and we hate it. All of them. Jeter say that. Yeah. Hey, you can have the best game of your life and you're a god in New York. You fuck up the next day, they want you dead. Right. And, it, right. and mentally, it takes you a while to come back, bro. So don't please, you guys. Media, go fuck yourself. Ain't nobody changing to this new norm. It so ain't. When, when you're I, shooting- I'm, more, Dre, I'm more excited watching my son play NBA 2K. <laughs> that shit's more exciting. See that? I can see that for sure. I'm cheering more. I'm watching my son play with his friends. I'm like, yo, this is the shit. LeBron got 195 points right now. So when you when you're uh, the game's on the line and you shoot that free throw, and that fan that's sitting behind the basket saying "fuck ends, you" ends his Zoom call because you missed. <laughs> Are you upset? Are you equally upset? Shit. No. No. <laughs> the only thing that the, <laughs> the only thing that should upset these players right now in the playoffs is if the guy on the carving station hits the fucking metal that covers the hand. Tunk, 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 tunk. Let's go. Raptors. Tunk, tunk. Let's go, Raptors. Tunk, tunk. Sharpening his knife. Nobody's watching. Nobody's watching any of these sports. I'm sorry. It will never, ever, ever, ever change. It won't. They want it to so bad. This, well, I this. think the, obviously the NCAA, and we, we've, uh, we've, we've had our opinions about the NCAA. They've moved to, uh, I think, not totally, but I think they're going to move to the spring. They're going to have to because Pac-12 and Big Ten both just uh, pulled out of fall sports. Listen to me, Andre. Yes, sir. College sports is shit without the fans. <laughs> I don't watch college sports for the teams. I watch it for that fucking chaotic home game. Yeah. There are no fans better than college fans. There are none. Yeah. You can say that's the, I'm telling you, that's the reason why people love college sports. I'm telling you, there's, there's an attraction to the, the final four. There's a reason why that gets so many viewers, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's that it's the, it's the fans, bro. Yeah. It, it, you feel the energy through the TV. I've always told my son, I can't wait to take you to a North Carolina game. Yeah. I can't wait to take you to a Virginia, uh, uh, to a Tennessee game, a Tennessee home game. Yeah. Are you kidding me? For sure. Yeah. 110,000 people in that stadium to watch the, the to watch them play football? Are you getting, it's the biggest city in 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 Tennessee. 
Right. For one day, it's an yeah. actual city. Just imagine the energy in that room, man. And yeah, yes, we get that in football stadiums, you know what I mean? But there's a difference between like the, the town, everything is riding on that game for that one day, that yeah. Saturday. You know what I mean? It's different when you go to an NFL game. It, it costs you a couple grand to take your son out. You got to buy him a $500 hot dog and you got to buy the jersey. <laughs> right, you know, people right. want to cheer, but then we're thinking about how much we just spent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go to exactly. a college game, couple hundred bucks, bro. Hype. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm sorry I got on my little uh my little <laughs> soapbox. But I'm just saying, Dre, it, it's it's not gonna happen. No. Sports and fans go hand in glove, and it will always stay like that. And it's for years. Look at look at the Coliseum in Rome. It, mm. Look at that thing. There's a reason why the forum looks like the Coliseum. Right. It's never changed. It's the same type of seating. Year 2020, it looks exactly like the Coliseum in Rome. Right. Because fans and sports go hand and glove, bro. You can't change it. It's, it's defied time, history. Yeah. Sorry, I, I haven't. It, 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 there's just no way I can watch it. And by the way, everyone that's in that, that stadium or arena, mm-hmm with their six feet apart shit, they're so full of shit because when the camera's off, they're all hugging and high-fiving. <laughs> 100%. One, it's all an act for the show, for, for, for the media. I'm being real, bro. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. One million percent. Maybe. You're just not, you don't want to say it. No, I don't One know. Maybe. million, one million quadrillion. I mean, they could be because they're all they're all tested. Why not, bro? They go to Target. (laughs) Have you been inside Home Depot? Have you been inside Home Depot? You could play an actual basketball game in Home Depot right now, and you'll have fans. It'll be packed. You know why? Because Home Depot is packed. (laughs) Packed. No one screened them at the door there. Yeah, they're just running amok, touching shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true. won't you won't you clear out the lumber aisle no one buying wood right now put a fucking basketball court there let everyone shop it at home depot watch a fucking playoff game between the lakers and the celtics this is the most random scenario <laughs> get some real fans a home depot game Home Depot, live at the Home Depot. <laughs> the Home Depot, Van- C- Home Depot Center, right? No, yeah. on Van Owen. On Van Owen. <laughs> on Van Owen and Coldwater. I don't even know the cross streets. <laughs> oh, man, this has been fun, Dre. Yeah, man. I love you 100%. Love you. Love you. And uh, stay safe. And uh, I'm not conforming. I know. We need to get in the studio very soon, bro. Hopefully we'll get this right, man. Let's get it going. I love you. God bless you, man. Bye. You too, bro. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. Good night, good night.
Podcast Network.